Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for episode 58 of the Preachcast. We're, we're stepping our way up to 60, sir. Before you know it, we're going to be there. It's terrifying. We're, we're getting old these <laughs> days. <laughs> I don't need any more reminders, bro. We're an aged podcast. Indeed. A Indeed, super sir. Super fine vintage. Speaking of fine vintages, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen, we got a big old topic that we're super stoked about to talk with you uh, about tonight, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and that is going to be the Friday the 13th Vidya game, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's one of the most fun things I have done in a long time in video games, and you know we love the Switch. This is the only thing getting me off of it right now. Uh, but before we get into all of that, ladies and gentlemen, we got a whole program to go over with you. It's a full deck. The cards are stacked in our favor because the house always wins. But we're going to find out if you win and we win. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Just Grish Play. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the time we give you to booter your pooters. Head on over to trailers.apple.com. And from there, you're going to find the most recent popular new trailer. And it's going to be the one we know nothing about. And this time, it's a film called... Wind River. Wind River. Wind River. From the writer of Sicario and Hell or High Water. Oh, would you look at that, sir? Hell or High Water. Yeah, number a highbrow trailer for us, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But while we, you know, let you booter the pooters, we got a little dead air discussion for you. Oh, um, some info, some 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 hot topic going on. Uh, it's something we're going to talk about later on tonight in Coming Attractions, but it's the uh, Wonder Woman movie. I'm actually going to leave it out of Coming Attractions. Are you now? Nah, could you imagine? Oh my God, right? <laughs> it's like the movie coming out this week. It really is. There's not that much other than that. But right. yeah, talk to me about this. What's going on? So it turns out that uh, the Alamo Drafthouse, the, the outfit of movie theaters, they got like four locations nationwide. They decided they're going to do a ladies-only screening of Wonder Woman. And it has sparked this huge just tirade online about how this is wrong. And you couldn't do that with only men. You can't have a men's only <laughs> screening. And I think a men's only screening of Wonder Woman would be disgusting. <laughs> I, that, that is not the kind of movie you're trying to see. That's a gross time having a men's only anything. Like, ugh. I don't oh. understand that. And I don't understand what the to-do is about ladies going to see Wonder Woman. I told my cousins about this and they were like, um, let's go. They tried to grab my girlfriend. They were like, we're going to go right now. We're all ladies are going to go see it. I'll, I'll bring the, the three-year-old baby girl. I think it, learn her a little Wonder Woman. I think, I think that's all. I think that's awesome. Personally, man. Like, I mean, this is the, like Wonder Woman woman is probably one of the, I mean, she's one of like the big, like superheroes in general. You know, I feel like if people mm -hmm. were battling off superheroes, I feel like eventually they'd get to Wonder Woman. Um, cause she's not quite as big as like Superman or Batman or anything like that, but she definitely has like a large place in the DC universe. And this is the first, like, you know, woman, like it's the first woman character superhero movie that's been out, right? There hasn't been a standalone, you know, this is the story of like this woman superhero, right? Do you count tank girl? I mean, she's not really like, she's not at the same level as like Wonder Woman, right? No, God, no. No. And is that, that, that even... would, I think that would be like the closest thing though, is like a tank girl or something like that. Yeah. And that even wasn't like a big, you know, release, not like this, not like, not in like the age of superhero movies. 
I think there was a Witchblade TV series. Okay. And we had Charmed. Yeah, but like nothing like nothing like this. Like everybody is like in the age of Marvel and DC. This is the big deal. Like, big blockbuster this is film. Like big old blockbuster. Hundreds of millions of dollars spent to let this thing be great. And I think it's awesome personally that, that they would do something like this. And I think it's awesome to see that like people I know were all like gung ho about it. And they were like, I want to go see Wonder Woman now. Like, I feel like I should stand up because this is like this is awesome. Yeah. You know? No, I think that I think that's great, man. And what's like uh, on top of the obvious, like stupid reasons to get angry about that. Like even if you wanna wanted to be like, uh, like I can't, like I can't, I can't believe I'm, I'm not going to this. Like, what is it? Like, what are they offering? Like one showtime during the day where yeah, you're like, you know, that's like it. it is good, it is one great, showing. man. Like awesome. Um, absolutely. Let a, like, why not? I say, ladies, go see the movie. Have a great time. Exactly. I hope everybody cheers and jeers for it. You know. Stand up, feel empowered. We're down with the cause. We're the preach cast. We yeah. preach you. There it is, man. That's what we're on about. Let's go on about this trailer, though, my dude. Let's do Hopefully it. Hopefully, all your pooters are bootered. I'm ready. Let us know if you have any kinds of feelings about Wonder Woman. Get at us at Preachcast on Twitter. But before that, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go in three, two, one. We're gonna just preach play. Here we go, sir. R-rated movie. Yeah, it's a rather. This looks intense. I need emergency assistance. The Snow Angel. The Wind River Indian Reservation. Like, is that guy from uh, from Marvel? That's Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm like, is that Hawkeye? I know his name. No, I don't. I don't know his name. By yourself. She's from Marvel too. That's Corey Lambert. He's the one who found the body. Most murders are never solved. This is a homicide. I knew that girl. She's a fighter. Most criminals are never found. They give six officers to cover an area the size of Rhode Island. Maybe you can help. I only know what the tracks say. What is it that you do again? I hunt predators. So why don't you come hunt one for me then? Why would a teenage girl be out here? What is she running from? You're looking for clues, but you're missing all the signs. Shouldn't we wait for backup? This isn't the land of backup, Jane. This is a land of your on your own. Watch the <laughs> oh my god. Right, this isn't the land of backup. I'm like, you mean Rhode Island? <laughs> no matter what you find. Why would your daughter run from home? I don't know why. She didn't tell me. Not here. You cannot blink. Not ever. This place. What it takes from us. What it took from you. I got lucky. Luck lives in the city. Get your hand up that weapon. Hey! Luck don't live out here. Calling it. Jeremy Renner did it. You think you think he was the person that kills this girl in the in the out in the wilds uh, of the tundra? That's what I get the I guess what I get the feeling. 
of it looks like a real serious Fargo. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does, man. I don't know. They're they're. I feel like they're landing on a little thick with the dramatic music cues and everything. Yeah. And after, yeah, it was a heavy. Silly looked silly to me. After seeing like uh, Jerry Renner as like Hawkeye cracking all these jokes, I really can't just flip the switch and take him serious. No, not no, that. I wasn't into his portrayal of a Jason Bourne either. Yeah, not that he's like you know the most serious actor in the world or anything, but that something just felt out of place. No, no, it's not for me. Not for no. me, sir. Um, so you know that movie might not be for me, but let's maybe talk about some movies that might be for me or maybe for you on coming attractions. Oh. <laughs> Coming Attractions is our weekly recap of the films that are coming out in the box office this week. We go through the synopsis for each one of them and kind of give them the thumbs up or the thumbs down. But one thing that you can always give two thumbs up to is the official uh, sponsor of the Preach Network, and that is Adam Tickets. If you haven't used Adam Tickets, then I assure you, you are missing out. Adam Tickets is the way to not only purchase your tickets for the movies, but also reserve your seats and most importantly, order your concessions. You can have your food ready and waiting for you when you arrive there like the true VIP that you are and it gets better if you use the promo code PRESHUS when you sign up for Adam Tickets P-R-E-E-S-H-U-S you'll save yourself five whole dollars off of your purchase so that could be like a free popcorn or a free drink which you will definitely need when you are enjoying Wonder Woman one of the only like two big <laughs> wide release movies this week I am I, I gotta say I'm pretty excited excited for Wonder Woman, but for those of you who don't really know too much about it, and I guess I'm kind of in that camp, uh, let me uh, hit you with the synopsis. Before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained warrior. When a pilot crashes and tells of conflict in the outside world, she leaves home to fight a war to end all wars, discovering her full powers and her true destiny. Uh, I really don't know that much about Wonder Woman, uh, aside from the fact that she has an invisible airplane, which I don't know if we'll see that in this movie. <laughs> then again, it is invisible. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe you won't. Um, but yeah, I don't really, really know anything about Wonder Woman. Um, this is actually getting reviewed pretty well. It's got a 79 on uh, Metacritic right now. Um, so I know a lot of people are looking forward to this. Mr. Comic Book himself, Mr. Seth, where you stand on Wonder Woman? I think she's cool, man. I think it's awesome that they're giving her a full-on movie. I know a lot of people, like, loved the TV series back in, what, the late 60s, early 70s. Um, that was when she really became, like, women's power and all that, you know? Um, also in World War II, she held it down. Uh, Wonder Woman's been a, a cultural figure for a good part of American history, and I think it's great that she's finally getting her due, you know? I completely agree with you, sir. And the only other movie that we're going to be talking about this week on Coming Attractions is couldn't really be more of an opposite, and that is Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. <laughs> Two overly imaginative pranksters named George and Harold hypnotize their principal into thinking he's a ridiculously enthusiastic, incredibly dim-witted superhero named Captain Underpants. This is a very popular series of kids' books, and it actually stars uh, Kevin Hart, Thomas um, Middleditch, Ed Helms, and Nick Kroll. 
Uh, Kevin so, Hart, Captain Underpants? Uh, I mean, he is the first build, so you would think that Captain Underpants would be the starring role. Um, oh my god! Yeah, man. So I mean, they're getting some they're getting some star power behind Captain Underpants. So I mean, I really don't know too much about the Captain Underpants world, and if I were going to the movies, I would definitely be going to see Wonder Woman. Uh, now you so, had the Scholastic Book Fair back in the day, yeah? Oh man, yeah, of course you did. That was like the best. Captain was like Underpants the best was a staple of, no, of the Scholastic Book Fair. Not in my day. Oh, you, not my you day. Sorry, a little too early, I was like. I was all in the goosebumps section, sir. That's oh, you had to doing. be there, <laughs> trying to fill up my cart with as many as many of those as I possibly could. And Jumanji, right. I never read a Captain Underpants, but no. I know he he was huge, huge. Was he now? Kind of like uh, as huge as like the lead that you have in our popular game. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the world's favorite new game show, Travial Pursuit. And this time, we're going to see if we can get the Glenn as we play AMC's Super Movie Quiz. That's the game you got to Google, because the URL is crazy. And this time, ladies and gentlemen, you got to hit link number 37 so you can play quiz number 38, along with us, as I, Seth Trayev, the host of the show, try to get the Glenn. Who has a score of 24? I mean, maybe. <laughs> 24? I have a score of 36. Wow. Well, I guess I guess because you're one game ahead. Yeah, yeah I guess I could. No, you have 26. You have 26 and I have 36. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. That's better. Hey, man. You're going to get 10 today? Oh, man. I hope so. I hope so, dude. I'm crossing my fingers. I got to catch up. I'm feeling right, good, man. though. Hopefully, ready? hopefully you'll travel. This will be good to me. Uh, I am ready to go, sir. Go ahead. Why don't you count me down? All right. We're going to go in three, two, one. A la cuisine. The war film, The Best Years of Our Lives, 1946, won in all of its eight nominated Oscar, Oscar <laughs> categories, except which one? Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Film Editing, Best Original Score, or Best Sound Recording? Ooh, let's go with uh, Best Original Score. Best Original Score. It was Best Sound Recording. Uh, all right. uh, what was the first musical to win the Best Picture Academy Award? 42nd Street, The Broadway Melody, Going My Way, or The Great Zigfield? Uh, let's go with 42nd Street? Straight up guess. 42nd Street. It was The Broadway Melody. Uh, which Hitchcock-like thriller film has often been called the best Hitchcock films, the film that the master of suspense never made? Charade, Gaslight, The Night of the Hunter, Wait Until Dark. Let's go with The Night of the Hunter. The Night of the Hunter. <laughs> best Hitchcock movie he never made. Oh, no, it was Charade. Oof. Uh, before <laughs> The Artist in 2011, what was the last silent film to be nominated for Best Picture? Alibi, The Ratchet, The Patriot, or Wings? Um, let's go with the Patriot. I don't think that's a song. The Patriot. It was the Patriot. <laughs> 1929. Look at me. Uh, the Luck. famous acceptance speech line, "You like me" from Best <laughs> Actress Oscar winner Sally Field came after her win for which film? Norma Ray, Places in the Heart, Steel Magnolias, or Forrest Gump? Norma Ray. Norma Ray, we think, was the You Like Me, Really Like Me. It was Places in the Heart in 1984. Ah. Uh, what was the first film to receive three Best Supporting Actor Oscar nominations? Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Shane, On the Waterfront, Peyton Place. Let's go with Peyton Place. Peyton Place. Brutal this week. On the Waterfront was the answer. 
In 60 years of the Film Awards from 1951 to 2010, how many times did the Golden Globes Best Picture Drama winner match up the top Oscar winner? Was it 30, 35, 40, or 45? Uh, let's go with 40. 40 times the Golden Globes and Oscars had it right. It was 30. Oh, wow, wow. Which actress reportedly claimed to have created the nickname Oscar for the Academy Awards statue? Lucille Ball, Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, or Norma Shearer? Let's go with uh, Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. It was Betty Davis. Which of these films did not co-star Tony Curtis with his first wife, Jeanette Leigh? Houdini, The Perfect Fullo, Sex and the Single Girl, or The Vikings? Let's go with The Vikings. The Vikings. It was Sex and the Single Girl. Oh my god. I, I got... That's, that's, that was cruel. Just straight up cruel this week. One. Yeah, my God, man. That was a hard... It was super difficult. That was a lot of Oscar trivia. Like, a lot of Oscar trivia from, like, the 40s. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, man. I don't put much stock into the Oscars, to be honest. That's fair. You know, I mean... If I was being honest with you. You know, I think that there is a is a say and a good, you know, take a look at. Like, there's some gravitas. There's some art house films that you might pass up. Um, but, you know, I think that film is so wide and varied, like, I think a best picture could very easily be an Evil Dead. <laughs> I mean, or that would... Darkness more like it. Or maybe a Friday the 13th? Or maybe even a Friday the 13th, because, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about the Friday the 13th game, uh, which just came out this past Friday. I know it's on the PlayStation systems. I believe it's also on PC. And Xbox, yes, sir. And Xbox now. It's live all across the board, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I had a chance to sit down and play it. Our friend Glenn also played it. Indeed, I have. Dude, I loved it. I am having so much fun with this game. It's super fun, right? It's, it's very, very simple. Um, pretty straightforward. Nothing too, yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, very easy to like, kind of just jump into and start playing, which I love. Um, why don't you, uh, why, why don't you break down, uh, like you know, I guess the basics for this game, so people kind of so get an idea. The basics of it are you play in a party of. What is it? Six or seven people? Yeah, it's it's got to be right. Um, actually, it's uh eight, including Jason. So it's eight people total. Yep. You have one member of your party is randomly selected to be Jason, and then you are one of the campers, and you run around one of three different camps set in the Friday the Thirteenth universe, three or four. Um, and from there you have to try to either escape by calling the police and having them arrive. You have to. Uh, fix this boat and like get the propeller and some gas to it or you have to fix this car and fill it with gas and repair the engine and those are the ways you can escape or i think you can just survive for a total of 20 minutes that's the idea yep you could kind of just like make it and then from there you that's it like you have full reign of the camp and you run you hide um all of the buildings are seemingly completely destructible um if you're playing as jason uh, you have a couple different things that can stun him. Things like firecrackers, things like flare guns. You can hit him with his own machete, things like that. Uh, you do an awful lot of cool stuff. But it's so much fun to play as Jason. You get these superpowers where you could like see people as as like red moving things. Like you can hear their heartbeat or see their like heat or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, you just stalk these kids. You can do this like awesome little power up type move. 
where you like teleport and go after him super fast. Like, oh, how did he pop up there? Oh my god, it's so cool, and it really does capture that ambiance and atmosphere of the game. Like, I was legitimately like freaking out because as he gets close to you, that music really like chimes in, so you could really, really get freaked out doing this one in the dark. This is a this is a great game to 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 play in the dark, but like you said, like this is it's a t- it's a ton of fun to kind of just jump right into because I'd say like a game normally, I mean, how long do you think it goes? 20, 20 minutes, probably 20, 25 minutes. Um, basically, you have like you know x amount of time to go through and just you know either survive or just kill everybody or as many people as possible, and um, you get you know experience based on like how long you live how many times you successfully evade jason and if you're jason like you know how quickly you get people and like all the different ways um that you can that you can get people Uh, i really love that transport um thing where you can kind of like just uh i don't know it's almost like a fast travel almost like that shot in the evil dead where like the camera goes really quick through the woods um it it feel it's like that uh, and at one point I was able to like go into the water where some of them were like waiting and you, uh, if you position it right, it'll actually prompt you with like a quick event like button uh, and it'll cut to like a cutscene where like Jason jumps out of the water and gets somebody. I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's got like a lot of those moments from, um, you know, from the franchise kind of baked into it. Uh, and I, I thought I thought it was a, gl- a blast. As soon as one round ended, I immediately uh, wanted to play again. And I was able to play as Jason like probably I'd say like two times. I haven't been able to get everybody yet because it is a little bit difficult, I feel like, to get all seven people, but I, I've gotten five. Um, I, I also got five uh, today when I played. Um, I only got to play with Jason once. I think it's really fun, though, and I think it's awesome that they put so much effort into the characters and sort of the settings. Like, you have the ability to completely customize your counselors uh, if you would like, so you can kind of make yourself into the game uh, if you were so inclined. Uh, you also have Jason throughout the years. I believe it's Friday the 13th, 2, 3, 6, mm-hmm. and 8. Yeah, it, it's awesome because you can tell, like, they're all basically, you get to unlock uh, different abilities uh, for both the counselors and for Jason as you play more. You can kind of, like, get XP and level up, uh, and you start to, like, unlock all the different masks uh, as well as all of Jason's different powers, uh, which seem which would seem like super cool. And the round is over like so quickly. Like it, it's, it's easily one of those things that you can have like going on as uh, like, you know, as maybe you're like watching a movie or, uh, or kind of like doing something else. And it is, it, it's, it's super fun. Even if you're not in it anymore, like if Jason gets you um, to go through and kind of spectate and try to see if Jason's going to like go through and get everybody. Um, They do a great job with the atmosphere. It really feels like you're watching like one of those movies. And the music in it in is, is like superb. They've got so the, good. they've got the original composer from uh, Friday the Thirteenth. His name is Harry Medverdini, uh, and he came back and actually scored like a new um, like a new score for this, as well as they have like the hits in it too. But the game is like all about like fan service. The game's produced by Sean Cunningham, who's the original original uh, director and producer of Friday the Thirteenth. The game designer um, is led by Tom Savini, who's the special effects coordinator for Friday the Thirteenth, as well as a bunch of other stuff. So I mean, every this game is very much a labor of love and it, it feels like it it really does man i'm excited for honestly i'm gonna tell you what i'm very very excited for like a dlc type pack to come out or some kind of update because i want jason x 
Dude, oh, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, if I get to be Jason X, like, I think that would be great. Um, but did you know that there is actually not quite DLC? It's going to be included in in one of the updates. Um, the Kickstarter was so successful. Um, it did it did really really well. Uh, and they actually unfortunately had to release the game a little bit later than they wanted. But with the extra time, they actually developed a single player mode that's going to come as an update for free. Did you know? Oh about my this? god! Which is awesome because they're like. Like I, it's fun to play as the counselor, both because you have a great feeling of kind of lurking around and trying not to, because you don't know where Jason is aside from the creepy like music cues. Um, so like going through and trying to get the car started or fix the boat or something like that is a lot of fun. But I found myself being like, oh, I want to play as like I want to play more as Jason. Um, so I'm I'm anxious to see like what this single um, player looks like, and if like each stage is like a different movie, like I, I'm gonna oh, like that's gonna be God. awesome. How cool would that be? Like if you have one of them where you actually the stage is like Jason X, where you get to play as Jason like on the spaceship, or that you get to so cool, or you get to be Jason and Jason take man takes Manhattan. You know, like I would love right, like you're just on a cruise ship the whole time for most of it. For most you're of it, okay. I know that, that that's the bad part about that movie. It's on a boat for way too for way too long. Uh, or there's a 3D one well where like you know you can wear 3D glasses. <laughs> that would out. be so cool. <laughs> there, there's a power of uh, 3D glasses on Jason. Yep. Or who knows? Maybe they get to one where there's Freddy. Uh, you know, and like yeah. it spawns like count it spawns like campers, and then somebody randomly is Freddy. Like that would. I be... know I got to play as Tommy Jarvis. Yes. Once, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Just like what was that? What was that like? Because I know, was, you know, it, it's interesting. He starts, you start off as him in a different little area of the camp, uh, sort of by yourself, and you start off with a gun, and then that's it. Like, he doesn't have any other special powers or anything like that. He's Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, it only comes into, uh, he only becomes playable, it says, when certain conditions are met. And they tell yeah. you, um, like, in the game, like, when that is. But you have to call him, and then one of your party has to die. Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird. I love that one of the like, like I I understand like get the car working. Okay, that makes yes. sense. You want to get rid of them. I understand like call like I don't I, I understand escape. I don't understand call for help because I think one of the ones is like you can call the police and hide. And I'm like, what? so you call the police and then you wait for them to show up and then they look around and they're like I think there's some stuff going on. And if you're Jason, you can literally just like Hulk smash a car coming at you. So if you catch these police. As Jason, you just murder them. It just doesn't so make any, the police can also shoot at you. It just doesn't make any sense. I've never seen that part of Friday the Thirteenth. They're like, call for help, and then and the cops show up. Like, they really show up, don't they? And he like flips a car and he kills everybody. I, I guess, but like that's how you like that's one of the ways that you can win is that you call the cops and then you. Survive. Well, the idea would be that he would like kill them like because they always try to get out they always try to fix the car they always yeah, try to yeah. fix the boat uh, understandable but like the cops are it's not like the cops are going to be like freeze jason like we're taking you in <laughs> they always do that they're always like what is this what in the name of and then he just smashes them they make it they're like oh my god he was one day away from retirement they make it sound like they're gonna they're gonna arrest him or something pretty much <laughs> I don't know. What I, would you do if you caught him? Like, my God. Jason? Like, I don't even know. Well, what do they do in the movie? They try to study him and freeze him. Well, I mean, yeah, they do. They, yeah, they freeze him. Uh, and then, then put of him course on, a, they... on a spaceship bound for the sun. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, you don't really know how. Like, he just gets, he gets frozen and then they, like, stumble upon him. Um, yeah, I love Jason X. That's a great movie. <laughs> it's a fun time. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this game. Um, you were, how were how was your like matchmaking experience? Was it easy for you to pick up and play today when you played it? I know you played it earlier today. At first, it really wasn't, but I like 
I actually customized some settings and then it was very, very easy. I got I got into a match and then the same people sort of stayed. Um, so I played a good four or five matches and then, yeah, good time. Yeah, I played it on when it came out on, on Friday, like on its uh, release day, because I only had like a certain amount of time to play. I didn't have a lot of time on my hands, but I was able to get in like, you know, four, like, you know, three, four games at least. I was chasing a few times and I was a camp counselor a couple times as well. Uh, and I had like, you know, it took a little while to get started. One big thing that, you know, they're going through right now is that they've, um, you know, they they were expecting a certain amount of downloads and they got like way more than double. Uh, so their server five thousand and they got 70. Yeah. Which is, I mean, if you're going to have a problem, that's the problem you want to have, like too many people purchasing your game. Um, but, uh, that being said, like, you know, just try to be patient. If you, if you follow them, uh, on Twitter at all, it's like Friday the 13th game. Um, if you just start typing in Friday the 13th, they'll pop up right away. Um, and, uh, they're, they're very, uh, they're very receptive, uh, to like any problems you hear them talking to like constantly on there. It seems like they've really been working to make it better. So I'm glad that your experience is a little bit better today than some people over the weekend, but I'm sure they're doing everything they can. It seems like it, man. You know, they're a small outfit and I think it's an awesome, awesome thing that they were able to do, uh, pull this game together. Um, I'm really stoked. I want all my friends to buy it. I want to be able to have like the ultimate game of hide and seek with my buddies. This would, and that's exactly um, kind of what this game is. This would be the perfect game to play with uh, a bunch of friends. And I'm really anxious because one of the options is you can send your voice out into the world. So like, I don't know like if you're Jason, if like if you can hear the other people like talking or not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like you should be able to, but I I don't know. But yeah, I would love to be able to get a bunch of people together uh, to like party up and play this game because that that's kind of where this game shines. And the fact that they're even gonna add like a single player onto this as well, like, come on, man. I think that's great. I am a little bit sad there's not a physical edition because this is the type of thing that I would love to like to own. I could definitely see. Like, I would love if they you know, like if this. Obviously, uh, PlayStation, it comes on a Blu-ray. Like, I would love if the Blu-ray was like, you know, like they had a collector's edition. It was like 59 or $49, and it came with like a making of uh, and like the story of the Kickstarter because uh, all the people involved with this are super involved in the franchise itself. And just the fact that, you know, we're able to have a game that's like this specific, you know, to the genre is, is crazy, but awesome at the same time. I'm all in. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Go out there, grab it, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, all the above. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we want to know if you're playing. If you're playing, definitely get at us. Look at us. We're probably going to be twitching the thing later on. Uh, get at us, Preach Network. It's Twitch TV. It's twitch.tv backslash Preach Network. That's us. Watch me. Watch our friend Glenn. We're going to get into it. Uh, and if you want to play, drop us a line at PreachCast on Twitter, at Switch It Up Show on Twitter. Um, for me, I'm uh, at Seth Trav. He's our friend Glenn, a.k.a. From the Crib. Ladies and gentlemen, remind yourselves, always do it. Practice what you preach.